Okay, so that intro right there was a test drive because um unfortunately we actually wasn't on live. Okay, so oh. once again, I reiterate, hey, welcome aboard to 99 Pod for the first time ever. We have Cuzzo, we have Zach in the building together at once. I'm looking forward to this episode, and I'm gonna immediately pass over the mic to my guy Zach in the building. Zach, how you feeling? How's it going? Well, what's going on, my guy? Happy to be here as always. There's always just a certain feeling that comes to me every time I hear this music, every time we do this show, and you hit it right off the top. You kind of, you didn't bury the lead, actually. You went right to it. I'm really looking forward to uh, doing a show with our guy, Fred. Love his work, love his opinions. It it should be a great time. Been looking forward to this, and uh, you said it, NBA Finals tonight, just a great time. Happy to be here as always. Cuzzo, what's going on? Listen, man, Zach, you said it best. The great Zach. The great take Zach. Okay, great perspective, Zach. I always love. I've been waiting to do a show with this dude. You, Cuzzle, like you said, one day we have to get Zay, get all four of us. But I'm looking forward to today's show, NBA Finals. Let's get it in. Freddy System status. And before we actually get it in, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel to get them notifications that we have coming your way. We've been pushing out a lot of content. So give us 15 to 20 minutes of your time. And then you could decide to stick around if you want to. By all means, browse around, make yourself at home. But tonight is going down, as Zach and Cuzzo alluded to in their intros. The NBA Finals is here tonight. The Nuggets and the Heat will duke it out to see who will be a champion. So the question that we have to kick us off the show right now, the Nuggets Mm -hmm. or the Heat, who will win the NBA Finals and why? And Zach, the mic is yours to start us off. Yeah, guys, so I'll start off by saying this, right? I understand why the Denver Nuggets are favored to win this series, right? They're at home. They're very well-rested. They really have been the better team all season long. Their offense throughout these playoffs have been unstoppable. But I will say, I think the Miami Heat are the toughest challenge that the Nuggets are going to see so far in the playoffs. I actually think if the Nuggets were playing another team in the East, like the Bucks or even the Celtics, we saw Boston was just one win away from pulling a miraculous comeback and getting to the finals. I feel like the majority of people would be picking either Boston or Milwaukee to win the series, but it's not. It's Miami and Denver. And Miami, they really demolished Milwaukee. They were up 3-0 on Boston. So I'm having a little bit of a hard time trying to figure out why everyone is just so tied up and committed to, oh, whatever team has more talent, that's just going to be the team that's going to win, opposed to looking at, what actually wins games? And that's kind of a credit to the Denver Nuggets, I think, because Denver themselves, they're not even the most talented team in the Western Conference. Phoenix probably was. And Denver and Phoenix played in the playoffs, and Denver smacked them. And I think that this is the exact spot the Miami Heat want to be in. They've been able throughout these playoffs in every series they've played in to just take home court in either one of the first two games they've played on the road. And that's been their blueprint. Just go from there. And I think people that are making excuses saying, oh, Giannis, he was hurt in round one. I don't know if the Knicks were legit. I don't know if the the game goes that way, if Jason Tatum doesn't turn his ankle to open up game seven. That's lacking some context. Like this Miami Heat team played the Milwaukee Bucks in the bubble when the Bucks were the one seed and they beat them five games. And Giannis played in game three and game four of that series. And he was out here dropping 38 and 20 in game five. I think there's a reason why teams who have been down 3-0 like the Celtics have never been able to come back from that deficit because one slight problem or one slight ankle injury, like we saw with Tatum, like that could ruin everything. 
So I don't view that series as a fluke at all. Honestly, I thought Miami should have won in six, and they were the better team throughout. For a couple basketball reasons, though, I think that finals experience really matters. I think this being the biggest test the Denver Nuggets have seen so far in these playoffs really matters. I think the fact that guys like Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra and Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero, they were all here in this exact same situation against the Lakers. And I know it was the bubble, but they were playing for the same stakes. The Heat are the team in this matchup that has played in the NBA Finals. They have experience going down 3-1 to one in that series against the Lakers. And Jimmy Butler had a 40-point triple-double in Game 5 of that series. We all remember the meme of him just knocked out on the scorer's table looking as tired as ever. I also think Miami, they're the better defensive team. Now, one more thing I'll say about the Nuggets, right? A big story coming out of their Lakers series was Michael Malone and his focus on the media talking about the Lakers. Basically, that was the main storyline coming out of that series with LeBron James kind of out of nowhere debating, oh, am I going to retire? Is this the last time we've ever seen LeBron James play basketball? But I'll make this comparison. I remember when Tom Brady played his last game as a member of the New England Patriots against the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs. The main storyline coming out of that game was Tom Brady and his possible retirement and what his future held. No one was really talking about the Tennessee Titans because we're talking about the best quarterback of all time. And in this scenario, we were talking about LeBron James, one of the best basketball players of all time. And now I think the Denver Nuggets, they have all the attention on them for two weeks, just like Michael Malone wants. And part of the reason why I picked the Miami Heat to beat the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals was because they wanted some revenge. They played in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. We all remember what happened. Boston won that series in seven. But Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero were both hurt in games three, four, and five of that series. Jimmy was awful, really, in all those games. But then out of nowhere, this guy comes into the Boston Garden in game six and drops 47 points in an elimination game. And they became one shot away from beating Boston in game seven. Two years ago, the Nuggets actually benefited from being the team that no one cares about, that no one pays attention to, because their star player, Nikola Jokic, ended Markeith Morris's season with a cheap <laughs> shot, and there's that cold picture in the of outside the Nuggets locker room of the Miami Heat, their head PR guy, is literally having to block off the entire Heat team trying to come into the Nuggets locker room and start a fight. So I'm going to pick the Heat in six to win this series. I think okay. Tyler Hero is going to make an impact. And one last point I'll make. I've said this really for the last month since we've been watching the Miami Heat. In any series they play in, they're going to have the best coach and the best player. And I think throughout the past four years, as good as Nikola Jokic is, Jimmy Butler has been the better postseason player. I'll emphasize postseason player in the past four years than Jokic. And I know Jimmy Butler got swept by the Bucs two, three years ago, but Jokic also got swept by the Suns in the playoffs in 2021. So I'm picking the Heat. I have no reason to bet against them. I've been riding with them for the last couple series. Give me the Heat in six. I mean, Zach went all around the world to give us that. Yeah. But go ahead, Cuzzle. You up. Man. Listen, uh, that was a great take. I'm going to tell you like this here, man. It's not a fluke that Miami's here. No fraudulent here, Cousin. It's not a fraud. This is a real team. Zach just said it. Let's be fair and clear. 2020, they was in the NBA Finals. Last year, they was in the Eastern Conference Finals. If we forgot last year, they was the number one seed. They had the best record 
in the uh, the East. So this is not a fluke. They had a bad regular season, maybe some injury problems and things of this nature, but they came together during the playoffs. And even without Tyler Hero, although I believe he'll be back for the finals, they went right through Milwaukee, went through the Knicks, and went through Boston. That's not fraudulent. That's a real team. You know, when we talking about Spolstra. He's a great coach. This is a real team, and I give them a real shot. Okay, we're talking about all of these players that, oh, these are undrafted players, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, these are real players, okay? We're talking about that Martin, that Duke Martin, he, he's, he's coming out of nowhere. He, he got a twin brother, something like this. He's coming out of nowhere. He's playing basketball. Uh, Bam Adebayo, you know what I mean? He's another dude that could do it. Vincent, uh, Fruits, you know, these are players that's playing for a championship and they believe in the same thing. We can be anybody as long as we play together. We play team basketball from an offensive perspective. We play team basketball from a defensive perspective. We're not expecting nobody to beat everybody one-on-one. We're not expecting everybody to cover everybody one-on-one. We're going to play team basketball and beat the bigger seeds. Boston, Milwaukee, they would have beat Philly in my personal opinion. So, Claire, they took out, like you said, they took out um, uh, 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 the Knicks. When they, when they played the Knicks and everybody thought the Knicks was going to, you know, beat Miami with uh, with the home court advantage. When he took out the Knicks and he took the Knicks out in five. OK, just to be fair and clear, I think the Knicks would have probably beat Boston. I thought the Knicks had a shot to beat Philly. But at the end of the day, Miami took them out in five. I think they took Milwaukee out in what, six? Right, you got they took, to, right. they took Milwaukee out in five and the Knicks oh, in six. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's what my bad. They took Milwaukee out in five and took the Knicks out in six. So they went to game seven with, with Boston, but at the end of the day, they was up three zip. This is a legitimate team that got an opportunity to win a championship. And when you got an opportunity to win a championship and you're a championship round, anything goes. And I'm not saying that Denver can't win. We know Nicole Jokic, even though Zach, you said um, Jimmy Butler's the better player. This postseason, Jokic is pitting up real numbers. So I want to be fair and clear with that. So I don't know if I'm going to give Jimmy Butler the title as the best player in this series. I might still give it to Jokic. But I do believe they got the better coach. I do believe they got the better defense. And even without home court advantage, I believe they'll still game one. And I'm also taking the Miami Heat in six. I'm going to respectfully disagree with both of y'all off the rip. I actually thought of going another route um quicker but i do have respect for both teams so i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna disrespect anybody here on this show and i will be honest with all of y'all i would have preferred to see boston and the nuggets why because both teams were more consistent this year right i understand the celtics have been inconsistent by definition but the two seed will say otherwise miami's a seed will say otherwise right so mm. you know boston been more consistent the nuggets been more consistent clear they've been the number one seed they've been disrespected nobody even picked them to come out the rest even with the number one seed so the fact that everybody's picking them or a lot of people i thought everybody was picking them clearly not on the show it, it speaks to how it's like okay my bad i doubted you right and they was able to go under the radar because they didn't have that attention. Everybody was picking the Lakers even when they won game one. All right. So they've been disrespected. Miami has been disrespected as well, but they were perpetrating a fraud, right? I think they wanted to get the disrespect so they can come up on teams and, you know, just be that, um, oh, wow, you hit and knock them out, right? Like my Knicks, you know, on the Bucks and five. And, you know, we said the whole yeah. thing, right? The Celtics. Right. But for me, what it comes down to is, you know, it's like David and Goliath. That's what I'm watching here. You know, I wanted to see something more even. 
you know, I, I feel like I'm watching David and Goliath. And, you know, instead of stones that Miami is bringing to the table, they are bringing zones, right? And I think you replace the stones mm -hmm. with the zones. And um, can Denver beat the zone, right? The zone gave my Knicks trouble. It gave us fits. We couldn't buy or sell a three-point shot off eBay, right? It gave the Celtics fits at times, right? Um, I thought the Celtics, you know, situations was a lot more self-oriented, but I have to give credit to what Miami did to give them fits and to, you know, get them right. to self-destruct, you know, the Bucks as well. So can, you know, the Nuggets figure it out? And I would say this to that. Denver is shooting 38% in the postseason from three, second mm -hmm. to Miami. So both of them been um, making threes. And it's funny because Miami takes the most threes and um, the Nuggets actually take the bottom of the playoffs, um, of the playoff team's threes. Like they take at the bottom, but they still make as much as Miami um, close, right? One and two. So that tells me a lot. That means they're knocking down open shots. KCP, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Jokic are all threats from three. Aaron Gordon may be um, shaky and streaky from three, but we saw in the series that if he's open here, get one or two, you know, at most a game. So, you know, he's still a threat. Personally, do not think that Miami has an answer for Jokic at all. Like, I don't. And I think Jokic is the big version of Steph Curry. The way how he's able to have range from deep and how he's able to pass, right? So it's like, how do you defend Jokic? Can you allow Bam to stay in the paint and you throw another body at Jokic, similar to how the Lakers try to do with Rui Hachimura and Anthony Davis, keep Anthony Davis in the paint. They put on Rui Hachimura on the Jokic, and a lot of people thought they had success doing that. Oh, they found something. No, they didn't find nothing. They still got swept. I don't know if there's anybody else that Miami could throw on Jokic to help against Jokic, were you going to throw Kevin Love? Or are you going to start Kevin Love over a guy like Caleb Martin who's out here shooting the lights out of the gym? So I just think the Nuggets are deeper. And for Miami to have any chance in this series, they are going to have to win tonight. They are. This is a must-win game. And I understand it may sound premature to call a game one a must-win, but you're talking about how many days that the Nuggets had off of rest, right? How they could be out of rhythm how Miami's still in the rhythm, having played in the game seven, two days ago. They need to come here and win this game in order to have a shot. And if they don't, which I'm not really expecting them to do, it could be a five-game series. But out of respect for Eric Spolcia, out of respect for Jimmy Buckets, I'm going to pick the Denver Nuggets to win in six. That's my take. Hmm. Listen, man, I respect it. But at the end of the day, listen, Miami – got championship pedigree. I mean, they've been in the NBA Finals before. Sometimes when you first time get to the Finals, Denver, first time in their franchise history, they can get shaky. So the three-point shooting, that percentage can definitely go down. When the big lights are on, some players respond and act differently. When players are in places that they're first time they've ever been to, they act differently. Remember two years ago when Denver was in the Western Conference Finals, that was their first time to the Western Conference Finals with this unit. What happened? They got 4-1. You know what I mean? So that was their first time there. This is this time right now is the first time in the finals. Right now, game one might be too much for them to handle, too much spotlight on these players, and those three-pointers can come up short. And as far as Jokic, I don't think nobody can really stop him, but that don't mean you can't win. A player can have lights out games. Zach just said it. You know what I mean? With um 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 Giannis. Milwaukee. Giannis. Giannis had 38 and 20. So clearly, Jokic's gonna go get his thirty-eight and twenty. They could still lose. Yeah, they still got a lot of depth. So even if Jokic's not getting thirty and twenty, they could still win. 
I could flip that because the X factor of this entire series is MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. And the way how he's been putting it on, right? Averaging 14.6 points per game, 8.0 rebounds, 1.8 assists. He's knocking down shots. If Michael Porter Jr. is knocking down shots, you talk about his three-point percentage, 40%, then you're going to have an extra threat to worry about along with Jamal Murray, along with KCP. There's a lot of depth here. There's a lot of, and it's not talent. It's not about the talent, but right. I do respect the depth. And I think for me, when you think about it, the only issue that I would have, and like I said, the X factor of the series is two X factors on both sides, Kayla Martin and MPJ. Yeah. Can I trust in Kayla Martin to give me that same type of production that he gave the Celtics against the Celtics, should I say, averaging 19 points per game? Can he duplicate that? Because they needed all that to beat Boston, who they were up 3-0 against. They're not going to be up 3-0 here against the Nuggets. I would assume not, right? So they needed everything to get rid of Boston. The Nuggets have been more consistent than Boston, right? They had a better playoffs than Boston. They win their games at home, something Boston cannot do. Something Boston was under 500 winning games at home. Even go back last year, they didn't win games at home last year. Miami took two games in Boston or one game in Boston last year. The Nuggets win their home games. There's a home court advantage. There's an altitude. Don't give me an attitude. So they're going to be that going on, you know, tired. They're going to be tired. Remember, Boston got tired last year when they ran to Golden State. So they're going to be tired. I feel the longer the series go, the more I favor the Nuggets. And that's why I'm going to go with them. Once again, before I pass it to Zach or whoever, MPJ, biggest X factor. The one thing I want to see from him, though, and the one criticism that I have with – um. MPJ is his attention to detail on defense, right? Mm. I do. They need to be disciplined, the Nuggets here on defense, because I'm not going to lie. Miami has been knocking down hella three-pointers. Yes. It feel like every yes. time they shoot, it's going to go in. Gabe Vincent is an assassin from three, right? He's Duncan probably. Robinson, he doesn't need a lot of space from three. Yep. So they're going to have to fight up the screens and, and make sure that they have the attention to detail on that side. And I noticed with MPJ, there's one play in particular against the Lakers. I remember it. I believe, I forgot who shot the ball. But somebody on the Lakers shot the ball, they missed, and he was already out of the play, trying to get back on the other end to score. And the Lakers got the rebound, and he could have got the rebound. He was too busy getting out of the play, trying to score. He always looked to score. Ever watch MPJ play? Watch him. He always throw his hand up. He always want to score the basketball. He just got to continue doing what he's doing, playing his role. And I think if he's playing his role and he's knocking down shots, and Koda Jokic can affect the game even when he's having a bad game. Think about it. And this is my last point. The Lakers, they, I believe it was game three or four. One of those games where Jokic had like five points heading into halftime. They still was up. Why? Because Jamal Murray held it down. Too much options. Not so much about the talent, but the depth. Right. And that's why they got my respect. That's why I'm going with them in six. Yeah, game three. That was game three. So I haven't really had the opportunity to talk like particularly in detail about what happened in that game seven in Boston between uh, Miami and the Celtics. And one thing I'll say is as impressive as it was for Miami and the way they responded after just a heartbreaking loss in game six, I wanted to talk about just overall the attitude and like the mindset about the heat and the Celtics and kind of what Will said to start his, uh, his statement, like the heat and Celtics played in the Eastern conference final in the bubble, the heat beat them. In last year's regular season, the Heat was the number one seed. They were the best team in the East. And I know they played in the playoffs and Boston got the best of them. I understand that. But I mentioned it in my first lap. Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero were not healthy. And still, Miami came one shot away 
from beating yep. them. Those two guys played terribly in three games in that series. And then this year, Miami gets off to a 3 nothing lead to start. And honestly, they should have won that series in six. The fact that Boston even got down 3 nothing should have told us everything we needed to know. And when you look at Miami, I don't know how many other teams in the league would have been able to lose a 3 nothing series in the way they did, losing game six in just heartbreaking fashion and respond in game seven in Boston, just dominating that game mm. from start to finish. Duncan Robinson, I thought those two shots that he missed late in game six might have cost the Heat the series and stuck with them for the rest of his life. But then next thing you know, this kid is a Boston native. He's, he grew up going to Celtic games, and he's out here doing the Hulk Hogan ear, can you hear me, to the crowd right. mocking them. And one other point I'll make, there is no other player, including Nikola Jokic, in the league that I would have had more confidence in going to the free throw line down by two points with basically everything on the line than Jimmy Butler. And of course he knocked all three of them down. Yeah. Caleb Martin, we've spoken a lot about him. He became a star. We witnessed in game seven in the TD Garden in Boston the birth of a star in Caleb Martin. 26 yeah. points. The confidence that Jimmy and Eric Spolstra install in this team. It just allows everyone to be the best version of themselves. I think this Miami Heat team is a team of destiny that has been knocking on this door for a while now, and now is their time. And I feel like next – let me just say one last thing. I just think that in two weeks, we're going to see a picture of Jimmy Butler on a float holding the Larry O'Brien trophy in one hand, the Eastern Conference trophy in another hand, and everyone's going to be saying – Nah, I, I don't know how good this Heat team is. They're just full of undrafted players. Nah, this team is the real deal. They're getting it done. Look, I, you know, Zach, you set that up nicely. You know, <laughs> Spike Lee would like that. You know, he'll probably make a movie like that, you know. Um, at the end of the day, life is not a movie. And I understand. I appreciate the underdog story. I appreciate the upsets. I appreciate the March Madness feel that I'm getting with Miami right now. The Lola Chicago, the um Florida Gulf Coast, right? The um, what's that team from Wichita? Wichita State, right? That team over there. I appreciate that. But this is the NBA. This is a, you know what I'm saying? The Nuggets to me, you know, reflecting back to your point. Yes, you do give Miami credit for the things they accomplished on this run to get here. But I also could look at the games and each series decisively because I watched the whole entire playoffs. And I can see where they gave the Knicks open three-pointers. Make them. They missed them, right? I can see where Boston self-destructed more so than what Miami did. When Boston was at their best, three in a row they won to tie this series. When they were playing their best basketball, right? But we all know. From time to time, I would hope we know that Boston is the most inconsistent, hard-headed team in the NBA period, right? So they are going to self-destruct. Jalen Brown, it wasn't about, you know, this, that. It was about what Jalen Brown didn't do when his Batman got hurt. It was about how inconsistent that Batman of Jason Tatum is. So a lot of it also is what the teams are not doing, right? And it is what Miami is doing. I just think Denver has been the more consistent team regular season playoffs. I think all those things count for something. And I think they're playing with a lot of momentum. A lot of people said that Jamal Murray and Jokic, they can't outdo Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. They did. They can't outdo they Andy did. Davis and LeBron James. They did. Right. So what else do you want them to do? What else do you want them to well, prove to you? 
They're here for right, a reason. Cousin, it's their destiny. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, but cousin, just to be fair, that Lakers series, man, those games was coming down to the very end. You yeah, can say the Lakers, you can lace you can say the Lakers basically lost those games than Denver winning them. You know what I mean? Like Lakers had an opportunity to win those games. And as far as Anthony Davis is concerned, you want to talk about Mr. Inconsistent, that's Mr. Inconsistent by definition. I mean, look, man, I'm impressed with Denver. You know, I shorted them all year. Same thing with Miami, pretty much. But, you know, I'm just going with Denver. I'm done with my takes. Yeah, I got no I more got to say. I just want to say one more thing. I've been a big Nuggets believer throughout the playoffs. I remember the first segment we did leading into the playoffs, we discussed which team has the most pressure on them going in. I said Denver because I did believe this would be their best opportunity to win a ring with this group. Jokic needed a deep playoff run. And I think what he's done throughout these playoffs really shows just how good he is. And he is one of the best players in the league, no doubt about it. And I picked Denver to beat Minnesota. I picked Denver to beat Phoenix. I picked Denver to beat the Lakers. I've been with them the whole way. And by the way, I I picked Milwaukee to beat the Heat. I even felt pretty good about the Knicks going into that Heat series. But I kind of realized after just game one, yeah, this is this. I'm done. This this Heat team, I'm done betting against them. Give me my ambulance. We'll see what happens tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going down. Game one It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you tune into that. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right. Slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.